0: Yo, <laughs> no, here is it is We've been fighting for all night
1: about you? Get it, Kels <laughs> <laughs> Don't quit your day, Joe Good next party Good mix Bring it in, buddy <laughs> oh, I'm out of my mind <laughs> Woo! You miss a week You miss a lot uh brother. High atop the west side, boys. It ain't me. Who is a coach? it, coach? Fader her out. It ain't me. Here we are it with Coach me. Al. We got the uh, Bud Chad, the whiz kid, <laughs> son. All the above David. You, you called that baby. <laughs> the five time. Cover the yeah, five five or time. A we'll get to the whole room. One. We got some housekeeping. Number one, congratulations. Number two, I hope you had a great Super Bowl. Number two, congratulations to Chad. He won our tournament. We have this thing with the private guys. And uh, that's what's your fifth championship, bud? Yep. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. You had to go right to the wire, didn't you? <laughs> right yep. to the wire. Yeah, How yeah. I like it. Yeah, and you know, there's uh, a half a smile, half a smirk in that look. Yeah. And <laughs> coach. <laughs>
0: let's just say there were some comments made that made this one, yeah, made this one feel sweeter. feel <laughs> a little extra sweet. Uh, coach,
1: we're going to take the high road because we have a devoted listener and a great friend, by the way little out of character and made it extra sweet, you
0: know. Yeah. What do we say? We dive into the miraculous what you say? Super well, Bowl. Oh, I guess
1: you're not going to say, but my dad, Chuck, has seven championships in this thing that we got. <laughs>
0: well, I'm looking at relevancy. Who, <laughs> who, who, what, who's won recently? <laughs> recently? Yeah, I'm tracking just, you down with seven. Yeah. Chad, this <laughs> what bring you up-to-date information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well,
1: just to get the scoreboard, it's dad seven, Chad five, Tommy one, and, and Joey uh, Joey one. That's, that brings everybody. Up to date. Uh, but we also had a lovely Super Bowl gathering. Pete, Coach Pete, my apologies. Marion thought she was inviting you. I thought I was. Into, we got our signals crossed. I want to put it on a record right now. Pete's another devoted listener. Standing invitation. Every Super Bowl, Pete, buddy, you're invited because uh, uh, Coach Al and uh, Mike were there yesterday. And was, my, was,
0: my wife said that. to me, He'll, why is it that no one even asked what we're doing for the Super Bowl? We just knew we were going to your parents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just I said, thing. I don't know. I, no one even talked about it. We start talk yeah, about what we're bringing. Yeah. <laughs> and we also
1: want to say uh, Kristen brought uh, Sarah. Is it Sarah? What's yes. It? Yeah. And, Sarah. And, and Hubby. Uh, yes. Name? I don't know. Thank you, thank for the help, Dave and Sarah. and right? name, husband? Hus- okay, right. And no help there. shook Let's hands
2: get- with him, whatever. But it, you got to mention that we were both born in Manchester, England.
1: It, it was just a lovely time, and I had the fire going, didn't I? Oh. Burn, baby, burn. I think I burnt all the neighborhood down. The fire, you and I. We had a blast. <laughs> I think I like Super Bowl Sunday. I don't want to sound disrespectful here, Reverend. Okay, but I, mean, I love Christmas Eve. That's the whole year, right? But, Bud. Super Bowl Sunday, in its many little ways and nuances, is as good as any, right?
0: It's fantastic. It is It's, unbelievable. The best, yeah. it's and,
1: and the games have been good. The Super Bowl games used to stink, you know, going back 10 years, a little beyond. Now you got, you know, last catch of the game into the end zone. it saw five quarters of football last night. Five quarters, yes. almost a six. Nobody understood it, did you? So let's, before we get into the nuts and bolts of the game... Uh, it's Monday. Welcome back, everybody. We missed you.
0: And let's just talk a little bit about what seemingly nobody understood. Well, a lot of people weren't familiar with the playoff overtime rules, myself included. <laughs> I was sitting at home screaming, why isn't Andy calling a timeout? Oh, we were screaming. I'm sure a lot of other people were in the same same exact position. Um, so during the regular season, there is no, no uh, if, ends, or buts. You win the coin toss, you want the ball. Right. You score a touchdown, game over. Done. You want the ball first to score a touchdown. Playoffs, it doesn't work that way. They want both teams to get the ball. And when the, I think the key word was when the ref said, this is a new game. It kind of is. Put that into your frame of mentality when you're thinking about overtime because both teams get the ball unless there's a you know, defensive touchdown. Yeah, yeah, right. So say, um, let's just talk about what happened. Ford Niners scored three. Casey goes down. And there was whatever, 15 seconds left on the clock. It would not have mattered. If Andy called his timeouts, if the Chiefs scored then, or if the Chiefs ran the ball and it went to a, uh, end of the quarter, because all it would have done was start the next quarter, just game. like a second quarter in football. Right. I think after the second quarter, you would get a like a like a halftime, like a two minute halftime, where they actually flip sides. I didn't even read and the that Chiefs far. Chiefs yeah. would yeah. get the ball well, that's at the a start. Great
1: qu- Nobody talked about but that. Tomorrow, that's why ahead.
0: the ref said it's a new game. You have to think of it like it's a new game. Well, Chad, another but That's thing. a
1: great hypothetical I have not heard on ESPN this morning. Listen, 19 channels. What if you went into the second quarter of the overtime? I'll call it the second quarter, if you will. Nobody scores. Obviously, you're going to extend the game, but I guess there would be
0: a halftime. It's like not like a 10-minute a no, halftime, like a two-minute or something, yeah.
1: You have to let the players rest. I mean, they were exhausted in, let's call it, the fifth quarter of overtime. Did you see the players gas just taking a knee? And and you're trying not to look to hurt, but they can't really fake an injury? So they're just... On their knee or sitting down. So right. I think
2: the point might be there, too, with Andy realizing the defense had been out on that field for that whole drive. He didn't want them to get that minute or two rest, and he yeah, knew what he was going to do. It's a great point. And the thing that we didn't realize at that time either is even if it ended there, they reversed. The, the game goes on again, but they Go to the other end of the field in case there might be right. wind conditions or
1: anything yeah. like that. And All what it says, cool ramifications here, guys. We could talk about that in itself. Yeah, the specific minutes. part
0: of the rule says the same ro- timing rules that apply at the end of the second and the fourth quarter apply in overtime second and fourth quarter. So after the second quarter, the ball flips. So right. the Chiefs would get the ball to start the third quarter of overtime, essentially. Right, But it's probably never going to get that far. But the thing that was, was critical was the Chiefs said – They were preparing for overtime for weeks now, for two weeks. They were preparing for what happened. know what's coming next. If it went to overtime. Meanwhile, the 49ers 49ers had this to say. Uh,
2: The the playoff rules were different in overtime. So I I assumed you just want the ball because you score a touchdown and win, but I guess that's not the case. Um, So I don't really, I don't totally know the strategy there.
0: No. Mm, mm, No, mm, we haven't mm. talked about it, no. Oh,
1: blistering!
0: Wow, that is from oh, Kyle Ducek. If I said that right, or well, Coach Coach from Hal, the, uh, from Kyle K- Kyle Ducek, yeah. the uh, fullback, yeah, the fullback, our clarification coach here, and uh, that is air. that is just a absolute, just unforgivable oversight on make, the coaching staff. Make
1: it as big as it is. Cause that cause is just you absolutely
0: can't. unacceptable, and that's in my opinion a, a fireable offense. That your t- your players were not prepared for overtime. They don't know the rules for overtime. How long would it take a five minute meeting to explain the rules of overtime? We just did it. We're less than eight minutes into the show. The rules of overtime. It's it's not. It's three bullet points. <laughs> it's a new game. Just stop right there. There's your scent. It's a new football game. We both get the ball. We- I, I got a caption
1: comment to make, but I want, Coach, go first before I do, because I got something bombastic to say about it. I really do. I'm not appalled by it, but
2: go ahead. Andy had the two timeouts left, and remember, you yeah, were going oh, we were crazy befuddled. about that we, we were, that.
1: we were nuts. We did hear, because you, know, you got commotion, you got people laughing, you got the dog, you got the you got all kinds of stuff going on, but we did hear one of the announcers say, treat it like it's, you're going into the next quarter. So that was a clue, a strong clue, that we were going to roll over the game. It doesn't end there. But what was confusing to that comment was a comment that Roma made when San Fran had the ball. They showed a replay. You know exactly where I'm going, Coach. And he said, for the win, not to take the lead. He said, look, he's wide open for the win. And we said, Okay, we, we heard the rules at the coin toss. The, the ref said both, both teams will get the ball regardless. That means a touchdown is going to negate your opportunity. But we were still scratching our head a little bit. But then Romo says for the win. Now we're back to thinking that the first touchdown wins. And this gets – this. I think this debate, and this is going to be a great debate this week everywhere, I think – tell me if I'm wrong – First of all, it is so patently unacceptable that the players would not be aware and have been coached when the KC players were saying, we were bringing this up in training camp. Coach Reed had us ready for this in training camp because he wanted it to be it's part of our mindset that if it ever becomes this in the Super Bowl, don't confuse the urgency of any one play, whatever Okay, with the real rules, So they were they were yeah, you know, just like you remember the flip by Jeter, and the big question was, yeah. did the Yankees practice that play? And the absolute answer to that is yes, they did every year in spring training. Go over that. Didn't focus a lot. Didn't revisit it, but there was a, there was a template so the players knew what the hell they're talking about. I got to tell you, Bud, for San Francisco players to come out and say, and that guy's caught as soon as he starts saying that. He knows his trousers are down because what's he going to do now? Walk it back? They'll, they'll take the, he's talking to the, the media, all the press. He's going to say, well, I didn't mean to say that. Oops. We, we, we were aware of it. And, boy, did he expose the coach there, man. Holy. If you're upset with your coach for some of the knuckle play, knucklehead calls he made and then that disclosure's made, well, we can go I don't back know if to, I could take the ride any further.
2: We can go back. Remember when he was in Atlanta and didn't kick the
1: field goal to get the three score? How advantage? could you not? How could you forget that? Just, just articulate that. Just for anybody. Well, when he yeah, was coaching
2: Atlanta, if he'd have got the field goal, he would against, have. He would against, have up three yeah. scores. Right. And you know, they wouldn't have got
1: caught. Right. And, it was Atlanta beat. versus Brady, right? Yes. Yeah. And yeah. had an opportunity to kick a field goal and make it pretty much insurmountable and didn't do, and next thing you know, they got a holding call, whatever, and, and, and the rest is history. Yeah, so he's, what, 0-3 with the 10-point lead. I heard that stat this morning in Super Bowl's 10-point lead in 0-3. So, uh, but just to uh, complete the uh, swing there, um, you want the ball first, given the new rule, or giving the rules, or do you want to defer what's – What's your input, Coach, on it?
2: I don't oh, – like they wanted to the flip. The 49ers, called tails, wanted to flip. Take the ball. They should take the ball. Yeah. Because the third possession.
1: But Three, t- bud, third possession. I don't think that's the best I reason why, know, in my now opinion. opinion. Now listen, they took okay. the ball,
2: but the other way, and they went down, and they go through that sequence down there when they were in the red zone – Uh, McCaffrey got six yards on the first carry, then they ran into the line, which was a normal play, and you're in red zone, four down territory, and they got stuffed. And then the third play was when, and I saw the interview with Chris Jones later on, speaks very well, by the way, that uh, in a great player. And he said on that play, if you can remember, he was, McCaffrey was, I mean, uh, Purdy was so pressured, and here Chris Jones had a complete, like, eight-yard run right into him, and he stated late. Last night on Scott Van Pelt in an interview, he said, I thought it must have been a screen pass because nobody picked me up and let me run right through and wind up pressuring Purdy so much that he floated something out near the goal line
1: and they had to take the three. So that happened four times on the blitz. That's Baggs calls. So I slowed that play up and go back and forth. And absolutely positively, here comes the heat right at him. He also has a very scant opportunity To roll to his right, seeing he coming. You know Mahomes does that. You know other good quarterbacks will see that pressure sometimes, you know, escape it. If he does escape it, he's got a guy wide open in the end zone. That's right there. But um, nevertheless, that's the way it worked out. I thought their play calling down there left a lot to be desired. Once uh, the big guy gets you six yards, can't you go to him again? And, and rely on him to get you two more. Then you got third and fourth down, right, for him to get two yards. Well, that's what Caffrey. I'm saying, the
2: second, you know, second yeah. play got stuffed and it was still now it was third and four instead of second yeah. and four.
1: So just to recapitulate a little bit in the, the overtime, if Kansas, uh, San Francisco, with the ball, had opened up with a field goal, three points, but Kansas City gets the ball, goes down, three points.
0: Keep playing next score Keep wins. Keep playing
1: next score wins. Correct. That's why you must take the ball. You cannot lose a Super Bowl because you forfeited the possibility of a possession.
0: See, that's not that's not that's not how a lot of people think right that's now. That's the analytics on it. No, not that's not quite. I think you're missing something. I think you're missing the fact that by deferring, by the Chiefs getting the ball second, you're extra giving down. an extra, extra down. Extra down. Give me the analytic on Patrick Mahomes with four downs versus Patrick Mahomes with three. Now, the only the, the part that makes me 70-30, I feel like, I don't know if Patrick, Patrick Mahomes gets that ball and scores seven. I don't know if Brock Purdy handles the pressure of coming back second possession in a, in a Super Bowl overtime game. Um, but otherwise, if you give me two identical quarterbacks, I'm going to say we want to defer. We want to know our fate. We want to get an extra down and i'm okay with that and yeah we're not getting the third possession but i think having an extra down is more beneficial than talking about oh, a third I, possession I, I, I and that's more. that is how most people are, are kind of that's the feel i'm getting this morning for most people is they want this they want to defer most people are saying shanahan made a terrible decision to get the ball okay let's look at what some of the people from ESPN wherever are saying about yep. about this, I hope this it's call. a good one
1: you know there's a lot of in Kyle Shanahan's decision to take the football first when the 49ers won the coin toss in
0: overtime what do they say yeah major component in why they lose the football game going into overtime we were in the booth and I said no way that you take the ball first you want you want to give Kansas City the ball and make sure because what happens is you give the other team another down right when they took it I said you're giving Mahomes homes four downs that you have no shot you know i don't care how tired the defense is because i've heard people say well the defense was gassed figure out a way to go out there for one more potential stop and the worst case scenario is patrick drives them down the field you get the ball back and then you still have control of the game you can still at some point if you want go for two so um mistake by kyle shannon the 49ers
1: yeah there you hear it uh i doesn't change my opinion because if Sam Fran goes down and scores seven, then I don't really care that KC's got four downs. They could have twelve downs because I know one thing. If you match me seven for seven, the next possession score wins the game. I got two possessions to
0: your one. You, you know what you know what it feels like to me
1: analytics will not support what now, Dan if, is. saying. It
0: feels like to me, like you're the high school coach who says I'm gonna save my ace for the championship game. Really? And doesn't throw him in the semis. That's what is. You're playing for the third possession instead of the second. The second with four downs. Well, neither one of us
1: know what's going to happen on the first San
0: Fran possession. Come on now. You never know. But but what happens if the Chiefs get that ball first and all of a sudden they have that fourth and one from like the 30-yard line? Are they going for it or are they punting? Uh, I
1: understand the extra possession theory. We both said that at the same time.
0: Extra down. Down.
1: Uh, uh, They're probably
0: punting. And then what do you have? 49ers with the ball, chance to win the game no matter what.
1: Yes or no. I'm gonna, you've, we're already been sworn for the season. We don't have to you know, put our hand up. Yes or no. And I know we just got done talking about one of his blights here with, with the San Francisco genius coach, right? Shanahan, did I say a name finally correct all year? Do you believe, yes or no, that the decision they made came from their analytics chief, Versus him on a whim, you don't think? God, no. You don't think it's...
0: absolutely Shanahan's decision. You don't think it was analytically based from this? No. Shanahan's uh, call. Coach. I think
1: think
2: he's right. And, uh, and, I, and, I, and, and i really you, go against my wife or him you are ever. over no, you I'm are just,
0: over um, the, the analytics prepare you they're not in his ear going take it because of the analytics because there's a 51 percent chance no, it's I, his, I think that's the coach exactly has, how has it to works. make the decision i know
1: that i think that yeah uh, what does that you guys know for a fact because i was at the restaurant with him and i said can you fess up because he was with vince And it was the Eagles coach that won the Super Bowl. Great guy out, by the way. Like, he's a great guy anyway, but out with a few drinks. Talk about a cool guy. I was there. Oh, you're with us. I was with you. And I said, and he goes, I had the analytics guys in my headset saying, Philly special. Quarterback comes over. They should be on the same school thought, right? It makes sense. Whoa, whoa, whoa. The quarterback comes over and says, how about Philly special? Coach says, yeah, why not? A, why not? And they do it prior to that. Before the quarterbacks within twenty feet, the yeah. analytics guys say Philly special here. Okay, and that was verified. It was also done in, in an article in the Inquirer that said all that. You don't think that there's a place for the input from the head of analytics? Of course, there's an input.
0: who's coaching the team? In your opinion, it's the analytics we, guys, and we, that's just not correct. We just proved he's a dummy. So he's got a lesson of Do you think the 49ers <laughs> think he's a dummy? Because he's still their head coach. And yeah, he, he is not a good head coach right now in in these clutch moments. He's had some terrible 0 3 clutch moments with ten nothing leads. He's a great coach. Take him out of the Super Bowl. Put him in the Super Bowl and with a lead, and for some reason. He makes bad decisions. Ironically, we couldn't find the
1: video, even though we did get the video for Alaska and everybody else. But
0: we'll just read the quote that's
1: my point. But go ahead. Yeah.
0: He said, It's just something we talked about, Shanahan said in his post-game conference. None of us have a ton of experience with it, but we went through all the analytics and talked to those guys. We just thought it would be better. We wanted the ball third. If both teams matched and scored, we wanted to be the ones who had the chance to go win. So, got that field goal. So we knew we had to hold them to at least a field goal, and if we did, we thought it was in our hands after that. Okay. Shanahan said the decision was made before the game. Yeah, it's analytics.
1: Yeah, that, they're telling you that's what you got to do in that situation because
0: that, if they lost, imagine three
1: points. And let's face it, we're not talking about a game that played forty-eight to forty-one here. Take away the the muff, and Kansas City had struggled to move the ball the whole game except for the fourth quarter. So you're not talking about an open game offensively. So to suggest that you could get two field goals, that's not crazy at all. I mean, one of the the methods of Kansas City scoring was a 57-yard field goal, was it not? And a muff, there's 10 points. So I, I get three, they get three. Man, I'll tell you what, I want that next possession. I don't know how you look at it any other way. Right, but that's really looking hypothetically
2: down the line. If both teams score the same thing, you know, you, there's still that margin of error yeah, in there. I guess it's going to be. And, 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 I, re- and I really think, Chuck, if the went the other way and you and you let Kansas City have the ball first, so now you know where you do. If they go down and get the field goal. And they won the flip. So now they have the choice of going for three, but knowing a touchdown can win it. (laughs) Or if Kansas City scores and and they're going to kick the extra point for seven, now you know you need seven. And the possibility, I know some ifs again, if you score a touchdown, you either kick the extra point or maybe you go for two. There's still some ifs in there, and you you can look at it different ways. And
0: what about the fact that you don't score on over 50% of your possessions, right? Chances are they punt. You get better field position, less field to go to score. All of a sudden, you need a field goal to win. You don't have the pressure of going for a touchdown. No, you're playing for a field goal. You get an extra down if you stop. If You get knowing fourth down could be a factor if you have to score. Yeah. There are a lot of offsetting factors to the, well, if it comes down to third possession, then we get it.
1: I guess in my kind of bottom line way of looking at things, and I realize... There's the losers mentality theory there, where you're going My defense will stop them. You're, you know, why would you assume your defense is going to let them score? I guess, in my mind, just to quantify that the options, I don't want to lose because I gave the team I'm playing an extra possession, and I lost by their third, their second possession. I got one. Now, if I'm getting my f- second possession and the fourth possession over time, whole different story. Uh, Now, to Chad's point, in college and the way overtime normally works in the NFL, a whole different story. But in this case where you know you're getting the ball second, I don't want that next possession at 3-3 or 7-7 or 0-0. I mean, there's three different multiples there where the game could be tied and keep going on, and they got the ball one more time than I did, and I lost. I don't know. We actually see, see what we hear
0: throughout the week, right? I mean, I think the objective for your team is don't let it get to a third possession. You, you got it. You can't let it get to a third yeah, possession. I agree, man. They're all tired
1: and stuff like that. I want to give you some game notes real quick, and you guys, you can pass or play Mahomes versus Brady because that's already popped up all over the place. Okay, I'm going to go quick. QBR, coach. You can say, if you want me to stop, just say stop. We'll talk about it. 106 versus 90. It's a landslide. Passing percentage, 68 versus 62. Mahomes. These are all Mahomes. Yards per game, Mahomes, but pretty close. All right? How about this? Career rushing yards, postseason, even though Brady's got a lot more games, 500 for Mahomes to 130 for Brady. How key was he on two third downs? last night rushing the football. Oh. Talk about a quarterback that can run and break your spine in the ass. And the one was a called rushing play. You got it, man. How much that matters. Rushing yards per carry, average, Mahomes, 5.17. He's lethal. He's a running back. He's top five. Two, Brady, 1.2. Non-factor. Don't keep a spy in. On third and two, don't worry about Brady. The only time he's going to pick up a first down is when he's running like a scared rabbit where he escapes a rush and you know, it ducks between it, all right? So that's a huge factor in assessing what quarterback do you want in a, in a Super Bowl, okay? Right now, today, for, I'm not talking about when Brady's legacy is done, or Mahomes, and he's got nine Super Bowls. I could care less. Right now, today, Brady's apex, Mahomes' apex, it ain't close. It ain't close. If you think it is is how you get a hold of me, I'll be here all day. What Uh, do you
0: define as apex? Their best year ever? Their best three-year combination? And Mahomes is undoubtedly better through the first seven seasons of his career, but what are you defining as apex? Because the Mahomes' best QBR year ever was 2018 at 80.3. Brady had a year where his QBR was 87. In uh, I got it. in two thousand. All the San Francisco.
1: Uh, we could take all the postseason games and pick them all apart. We're not going to do that now. We don't have enough time for that. So mm-hmm. I'm going to overrule that. Most double digit come comebacks. Okay. Now again, Brady's been there to do it more often. Mahomes mm-hmm. three to two. All right. Um, first seven seasons. This is remarkable, and Bud's not going to have anything for this one. First seven seasons, all sports. I'm going to throw hockey at Guy Lefleur. How do you say it, now, Guy LeFleur First seven (laughs) seasons played. Who are the players with three championships and only seven seasons? Come on now. Picture the Phillies doing that and two MVPs. Brad Schill. No, no, no. The first seven seasons, three championships, and two MVPs. I got the list so we don't take up too much time. Larry Bird. He oh, could okay. Play. Oh, you're
2: going to know this. Oh, Yeah, these guys okay. could all
1: play a little bit. Bill Russell? How was he? Yeah. Gila Fleur, they say it right? Give me some props. Yeah. Stan Usual. How old Stan? Is he a good name there? Oh, I'm sorry. Let's make it more credible. Mickey Mantle. Okay. And Joe DiMaggio. Where have you gone, Joe and Joel DiMaggio? <gasps> and Patrick Mahomes. Ladies and gentlemen, the jury. The plaintiff's rest. We thank you for your time. Please drive safe going home, your, your Honor. It's hard to wait the court's time. What's that all
0: say, Bud, Bud McCall? It's a great yeah, co- great sure group is. of people to be in. Yeah.
1: A yeah. new goat. <laughs> I mean, it's very possible. Game observations real quick. San Fran, Lady Luck. Three first downs on penalties. KC, none. Pass on that. We don't have to talk about it. Right? Self-evident. Here we go. You talked about Jones, what a terror he was, right? But how about Spagg setting the heat when he needed to, right? Did anybody get the impression, as I did, we didn't talk about this, that it, in the first quarter, Kansas City looked so out of sorts physically, like they didn't belong on the field with San Francisco? Did you get? And then when Kelsey did that assault and battery on Rebud, didn't it look like the low point of low points for Kansas City?
0: They, yeah, it did. Like, and they kept fighting, though. That's the thing with the 49ers. You have to put the Chiefs away because you know eventually the Chiefs are going to dial it in. You don't know whether it's going to be the middle of the second quarter, the middle of the third quarter. But by the time the fourth, really mid through the third, came around, the Chiefs looked like they weren't going to be stopped. That's so good. if you're if you're a 49ers fan, you know you have to put it away. Uh, you have to get it up to a two-possession game to give yourself that room because the Chiefs, once they get dialed in, Mahomes just... He just he turns into a robot. He really yeah. does. And the adjustments that Kansas City
2: made on defense at halftime by yep. bringing a lot of pressure. I mean, Bosa was with yep. tears later, and he had ten pressures, but he just couldn't get to him because,
1: I mean, yeah. it's just yep. well, they, they made adjustments, and we're not used to seeing that in Philadelphia. I'm, I'm when we're done this, I hope we cover all aspects of the game. Going to try to continue to go quick, but when Kelsey did bump Reed. I want to ask you, what Nick Seriani would have done in a similar situation? Go quick! <laughs> <laughs>
0: would he would have been a fistfight? turn would have turned fight? and challenged in a rock-paper-scissor contest. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Reed
1: <laughs> looked like he got zapped by a stun gun. His left little flapper hand. What? Well, like what are you doing? Yeah. What are you doing? And when Scott Van
2: Pelt asked him that about quarter one this morning, he just said, "Oh, it was a little love yeah, tap." Yeah, I Kelsey said, "Yeah, love said tap," that. but it, his it, ribs hurt for three days. It was yeah. a good
0: example of Andy Reid, you know, not being like some coaches who be, yeah. "Don't you dare touch dare. me!" I, like Belch, I'm going to bench you now. I could see something like that happening. Like Let's... it's, it's, they're both fiery. You know, they want to win. their tr- and you know the motion's going to get the best of them in the Super Bowl. But did it help him win the game? Right. Did Kelsey stay in for those plays for yeah. the rest of the game? Yeah,
1: right, right, right. And he also knows
0: Kelsey is a little bit different
2: than a lot of other players. I'm not just talking about ability to get open and catch the ball. I'm talking about
1: mentally. It's a good – you take it right to the boardroom or the conference room. Uh, Employees are always respectful. We have a great culture. They've been here 20 years. But I'll tell you right now, if I get an employee in a meeting, we're having a stress point, something that's one against, clients make an unreasonable call, whatever. And I hear an employee go off a little bit. Yeah, did not a little bit. I love it. I'm not. Don't. There's an air of disrespect in that. You know what? If you want to butt me up and challenge me, head on in, Go ahead, have at it, because that's healthy disagreement. And to Chad's point, Andy Reid knows a, sh- sh- a lot about culture, and for him to handle it there with some poise and not even look at him, he doesn't turn his head. His little flipper left hand's like, what are you doing? Get out of here! But don't forget, earlier this season, Reed checks Kelsey when Kelsey was being a little bit of an ass. Remember the shoulder check he gave him? So,
0: Bud, yep. maybe, maybe there's a little more even now. It's no, no one else on the team's going to be doing that. No, nobody's that. Well, yeah. like, no one else, like
2: you said there. Andy's been through a whole lot of things in his pro career. Family-wise and this and that. Yeah, so to it, him, he can shrug something like that off in a second.
1: Yeah. So but the the point we made here, people, is about the, the corporate maturity, if you will, that took place right there that's notable. Did you guys notice throughout the game, or am I the only nut? I haven't heard it yet today on anything. What's up with the center? Were there a, a whole bunch of low snaps.
0: low snaps? Yes, there were. Mahomes. What's Mahomes, up? Right? Yeah. Yeah, there were. I noticed that, especially late. It felt like a lot of low snaps. I thought
1: it was me. I mean, yeah, the you can't whole... do that.
0: You just can't be doing that. Yeah, I was upset watching that game, wanting the Chiefs to win. Watching those low snaps, going, oh, oh Mahomes is bending God. over. He just lost half a second yeah. of reading the defense. Where's the blitz at? His eyes are down low now. You just can't do that. Too many there. It's too many people are not. Or too many snappers, I guess, are doing what they need to do when the game matters. Just give a good snap. Is that pressure? It must be. Must be. I think it shows you the versatility
2: of Mahomes, hand, eye, and this and that. A lot of those quarterbacks would have been bouncing over there three yards and being recovered by the defense. And it
1: ruined Bama. Remember the overtime? Remember the low snap? Yep. And the quarterback said, I froze at that point. And it showed the replay. He had three reads available to him, open players. But because the snap was low, he was more focused on retrieving and catching the ball and then foot forward. Foot's supposed to be left foot out. He's going to hightail down there. As soon as the snap was low, he panicked, picked it up, went straight. He still had his options. if He kept his poise. Now, Mahomes on that, if it does bounce to Mahomes, poise. He'll pick it up and still go through his, his run play options, right? But what's
0: up with the center? I think it so- comes down to the center so you know, they're not—they're not the cool, calm, collected guys. You know, they're not the quarterbacks with the pressure. They're yeah. so maybe scared of snapping it high, which is going to obviously destroy a drive yeah, and right. lose the all game. rolls back to the fifty. They're snapping it low. They're saying, "Let me go a little. Low. Let me go two inches low to be safe." Right. Well, that hand adjustment. All of a sudden, they're—they're they're putting balls that are six inches above the ground. So, uh, I think it's just a pressure thing. Overcompensating. We mean, I guess.
1: Well, I know you want to talk really briefly about this, but Chad just mentioned it. San Fran did not separate the damn game when they had 135 yards of offense to Kansas City's six yards. You know what the score was? Now think about that ratio. Almost 150 yards to six. What should the score be in an NFL football game on that metric, Coach? Probably Probably a two-touchdown
2: lead rather than like 10 to
1: six or something. Yeah, it was 3 nothing. Three nothing. Yeah. Three nothing. And I got a great text from uh, from Bobby there, saying that San Fran has not, you know, taken advantage of the, the opportunities they've had so far. And it was, uh, and we've talked about Spagnuolo. I mean, he just he's unbelievable. He's got to get a head coaching job, right? I mean, what a game plan and Look adjustments the, they made. The adjustment
2: right? he made at halftime to start bringing six and seven guys, and then all, all the pressure, all the hurries put on Purdy, and it made a difference.
1: And on third down, which, let's face it, take all the third down teams in the league and look at the ones that are in the higher upper threshold there. They're the winning teams. San Fran, Spags defense, third down. San Fran, 3 for 12. Kansas City, bud, 9 for 19. Yeah, but bingo. Yeah. You, you third, 3 out of 12, man. It, it's deadly, a game like that. And remember now, on that 3 out of 12, remember, they get three first downs, hand it to them on penalties. Yeah. OK, so that gets bells about on that. Otherwise, I don't know that that game is close. You probably don't need overtime if they don't get help with those penalties, right? It was a funny
2: game, too. If you're sitting and watching and San Fran gets that first drive, looks like they're just going down the field. McCaffrey's getting six, seven, eight yards at a clip, and boom, he fumbles. And and you're probably thinking, look, they're going to go down and score and be 7 nothing."
1: That's on my list here. Okay. How key was that? Good
2: point.
0: Yeah, it was. And adjustments, too. I mean, look to start the second half. What do you do for the 49ers? Three plays, negative one yards. Yeah. Next drive, three plays, negative one yards. Next drive, three plays, zero yards. Really? Three and out, three times to the start the, start, three the second times. half. wow. Now, the Chiefs didn't do much in that moment either. They had no. interception, punt, field goal, punt, touchdown. Well, punt on the drop, then touchdown. Was well, San Fran running the ball do you have the other play selection there? Were they running the ball twice? To start the, the second half, it was... Brock Purdy pass, Brock Purdy pass, okay. and then scramble, so they punt it away. Okay, so no so maybe you
1: should have ran McCaffrey
0: on first down. And then down Brock, Brock Purdy pass, Brock Purdy pass, oh, Brock wow. Purdy pass. So not running McCaffrey at all for six. Good catch, buddy. And then you have the Good third catch. drive, McCaffrey up the middle for no gain, pass, pass. So nine plays, and McCaffrey I McCaffrey touches the ball once. The
1: best player in nine yeah. plays with a lead touches it once. Doesn't make sense at all. Now you start to understand what the hell goes over the game over time. It, uh, it unravels slowly, right? Uh, that's crazy. Okay. Now, Kansas City doesn't look like they're going to win the offensive metric stat comparison because of the way they start out 79 plays to 71. <sighs> KC. Total yards 460 to 380. Kansas City. yards per play to 5.4. Kansas City, 325 yards passing to 270. Kansas City, rush will will hold that out. 4.3 yards per rush to 3.5. So they dominate, so to speak, the game. When you look back on the aggregate stats, as bad as they look for three quarters, all of a sudden they, they are accumulating. Real estate, that game, right? Because you don't get at the end of the game, you don't get the
0: 460 yards if you didn't do a few things right somewhere in between. Well, what what made it look like such a close game was well, number one, driving down the field and fumble. Right, that's going to hurt. Uh, and how many times? What the Chiefs? Two times were within 10 yards of scoring, and they have back to back to back field goals. Yep. Um, yep. Oh, I don't remember they were back to back, but it was two times within 10 or 15 yards. And they got field goals instead of touchdowns, and that keeps about, the, that's going to keep the game close. How about the young son hero? How
1: about the San Francisco Sam Fran punter putting KC inside the twenty four times,
0: and their kicker too, right? With two fifty yarders. That's, no, I don't know if people blame him for the missed extra point. Doesn't probably yeah. matter anyway. But I was going to get the extra point. You took that advance.
1: That's good. Though. I like this. I like to. like we're doing this format. Kelsey allegedly the best pregame speech ever. We'll probably never hear it.
0: Really? Oh, it'll come out in a few years, probably. People that heard it sooner. said,
1: "There's there'll be no debate when the public hears it that Kelsey Gate resonated. He gave the best pregame speech ever. There'll be no debate on it." Now, what's the first thing you think of? His brother, <laughs> you
0: know, in the mummers resonating pretty good with Philadelphia, right? I hope Travis retires. Talk about sailing into the sunset, dating the. Most biggest pop star on the, one of the most biggest p- well known people on earth. Just got his third Super Bowl. He's stuck out. Oh.
1: He's not retired. <sighs> no.
0: The way he's fired up, do you hear him after the game? Oh, I, 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 In, in my, my mind, was like, it was, I'm so happy I am retiring. Okay. Oh, God, he was such a future now, in Hollywood.
1: Now, listeners, when you're a really good team and you have a good culture, we talked about Andy Reid not getting uh, too uh, nuts with Kelsey on that and handle it right. he handle like they practice it right. Here's another thing they do right: you have to build your roster for the game. They got a guy, and I'll give you the right pronunciation on Tony. His first name is
2: Kadarius. Kadarius, I think it is Tony, the one yeah. that, on that infamous play yes. with the All cracked.
1: kinds of media problems, all kinds of fumbles, five miss, uh, five drops this year, and guess what he was for this game? What, you know what they call it? A healthy scratch. Well, he, he brought a guy up that made a big play. And he was a scratch at the, the,
2: the game before because after that at play where Andy, you know, you can't be offsides on that play the whole thing, and he mouthed off a little bit, right. and you're not going to do that with Andy. And that's the
1: end of Mr. Tony and uh, and comes in McKenna. And you know what's
2: ironic? The year before against the Eagles, he's the one that made that 67-yard 67 67, punt they return. They brought
1: that up. Good catch. Yeah. Good catch, uh, how about this? Sort of. Let's make this next one a blockbuster observation. How does a guy that had his best season yet as a pro, and boy, he's had a lot of good ones, best season not by just a thousand yards receptions, best average yards per catch? I look at that more than the yards. You give me a guy at nineteen point five average, as long as he's had enough, you know, reps. I'll take the 19.5 guy over the 13.1 guy if the yardage is close, right? Kittles has his best season yet at 15.7, almost 16 for a tight end. That's exceptional. Where the hell does Kittles go again? Because I'm going to give you his postseason career numbers. He disappears. What's up, coach? He had two, two receptions for four yards.
2: And maybe Spags put a priority on him. You that's don't know. Maybe we get, we keep going back to Spaggs.
0: Right? Yep, right, Bud. Yeah, absolutely. I mean it's all about preparation. I
1: mean, this is a guy that's prolific. I just gave you a thousand yards and sixteen yards per catch. Kittles had a great year. He disappeared. I, I, I
2: think Ayuk only had three receptions yesterday or something. Three like for that. like
1: forty nine yards, yeah. yeah. Kittles post season. 12 games is a good amount of games, not a small sample size, okay? Drops down to only 455 total yards in 12 games, all right? Kelsey, in 22 games, a lot more than 12, 10 more, obviously, okay? 2,000 yards. Do the ratios are not close. 19 touchdowns for Kelsey, two for Kittles, and I know they feature – Kelsey, because, you know, uh, Casey hasn't had a boatload of of great receivers, uh, and I know they feature him more. But nevertheless, Kittles had the season this year right now that Kelsey had. How does he disappear? Kelsey didn't disappear. So, Bud, we were talking last week, last podcast, about why can't you focus on Kelsey to stop him? Why did he stop Kittle's and not Kelsey,
0: guys? Well, Kittle's not Kelsey. Okay, but they look like they are on paper. Just maybe it comes down to Will. I don't know. I don't, Will, I don't nothing against Kittle. He's an unbelievable, effort, unbelievable player. I don't think he's lacking. quarterback effort. combination play selections. It's, it's a combination of a lot of factors. Andy
1: Reid gets Kelsey in positions for Mahomes to throw to better Probably. than this guy Shanahan.
0: Yeah. looks like he's a bit of a. Dope so far in the Super Bowl. I mean, look at his offensive numbers getting okay, there. Okay, fair. You know, best best in the NFL. Right. Yeah, fair. I I
1: got you on that. We've talked about the 57 yard field goal. How big that if you take it away? Yeah. Not into
0: overtime. No, they're kicked. Both kickers stepped up. I don't know. I don't know who to blame for the extra point. Whether that was a guy getting his hand up or the ball being ball being kicked too low, but. I'm not sure about that, but other than that, they both stepped but that's up. That's
2: the biggest play of the game, in uh, my estimation. You just took
0: the next thunder.
2: Go ahead, run, run, because it changed so many different situations after that in the game. I'll give
1: you the time, Sam. Coach. Great catch. Third quarter. All of them are still with San Francisco. 10-6, all All right, you haven't moved the ball. You're getting the punt, okay? Uh, you're. Or you're. You're. I'm sorry. Who's getting the punt? You're punting. Who's getting the punt there? Fumble, yeah. Sam Fran fumbled. Okay, Sam Fran's getting the punt. Two thirty-two to go in the third quarter. It's 10-6, Their possession. Muff. How big is that? And then lost extra point. How yeah. big Chad was special teams in that game?
0: Huge. Take the Huge. seven
1: on the muff. Take the one, and you damn well ain't playing overtime. Well, it hit
2: the other player off of his leg. Yeah, and here's the thing that I mentioned at at your place last night too. If you noticed, and I said to you, I don't know why they don't put two men on those gunners coming down because Snead or whatever he was five yards ahead everybody. You don't even give your punt returner any chance to
1: move. It's unbelievable. They're not never looking up. Take
2: They're, away those. Yeah, guys. Get put out of Two there. guys, if you have to.
1: Yeah, I. Oh my god! Just say it again, so everybody knows exactly what you're talking about. Every punt that. Sneed was five yards ahead of the
2: guy that's supposed to be blocking yes. him. So Who's Sneed? Tell everybody S- what you're talking Sneed about. Sneed is the their best defensive back. Right. Okay. Who is the man down first on the punt? Always special teams. Right. And he was. I mean, you could just see him running like crazy down there. And it, and some of those punts were sixty-five yards. You should have enough room there to restart the return of somehow. Right. Right. And right. they never had it that whole game. And
1: I don't believe the punts dropped that long. Why do Major League Center fielders run hundred and ten feet and make a diving catch and the people that are receiving punts in the NFL don't move up fifteen yards? What is it about the punts that drop in the NFL with guys that should be athletic uh, as?
0: Kiermeyer, the, Kiermaier, the I, center
1: fielder for you play for Tampa. I think
0: they're just coached. Don't touch it if it's if it's over a short distance. They don't want you running up. if we, we, we're coaching
1: that game, those punts are all caught. That don't happen. And I'm sure who,
0: there's a reason behind it, because it's what you say.
1: And you talk about Andy Reid using his obscure players. Who, did I say this right? Who's Mikel Hardman?
2: Oh, that's a, uh, they had before, and then he was with the Jets come back. He's the one that caught played the,
1: six games. Yeah. He's in the huge touchdown. How do they count on him there?
2: Well, that's because the defense what? isn't
1: counting on him to catch it. that's <laughs> my point. What Philadelphia Eagle, third-string player, would be in the game to make a a, a touchdown there, because the coach and the offensive coordinator have enough ingenuity, all right, to know he won't be focused on, so we'll put him in. And the guy, it would never happen in Philly, right? No, no. I mean, I'm just what speaking I'm of to they ran,
0: here. they ran the Chiefs ran the play that uh, same exact play to win the game that they ran against the Eagles in yes, the Super did. Bowl last year. Yes, identical they did. play, identical. The motion, Kelsey brought the corner down. All of a sudden, you motion runs the receiver runs back out to the right, wide open. So San Fran had to tape, oh, and, they, had to tape for a year. and they ran it twice against the Eagles, if you remember. And you saw a D
2: back in, in the end zone going yeah. with his hands like this, like
1: what? And, you know, and now what? I'm talking about culture. I'm talking about roster development. I'm talking about how many other players ready. How does KC have Mahomes throw to eight players? More than that, actually. But I'm saying with two catches at least, eight players. With two catches, Sam Fran, of course, only five. How does that always happen? It's that way every game. Why do they get the guys in the game that are the subs, that are the 44th man on the team, and they have a 15-point average? in two Only he does that because they got who? A quarterback that hits you on the numerals. I don't care who. It, we could put Chad in next week and tell him to go down and out. And when he does the out, the ball will be on his numerals. I don't know that he'll catch it, but the damn ball will be on his numerals.
2: And if Chad wore that jersey, they would have two Ivy League
0: receivers. <laughs> got my Harvard sweatshirt on yeah. today.
1: <laughs> All right, now it's time to pick the biggest impact play. I think Al's already said it, okay? So you got the blocked uh, extra point. You got McFumble, okay? You talked about it out on first possession, okay? You got the muff punt. You got the third down, no review, where the ball looks like it bobbles a little bit. Okay. And uh, Reed decided not to review it. What do you think, Bud? Were you home yet? Yeah, that that? was a
0: great call. With the My with call. the uh, was it with the fullback third fullback, and 12. Fullback yeah, on twelve yeah I thought that was a not absolutely the right call did not challenge I was I thought that was definitely a first down and, it's and a not, good, a, not it's a, a good it's a good play to talk anything. about I'm
1: glad we caught this it's a well
0: good I remember
2: play. yesterday and I said when they reviewed it I said one two and mm-hmm. then he went to the ground and the ball made contact come out so he had the two so even if it was a, a f- fumbled it out of bounds it still would have been a good catch because right. he had it for those two steps
1: right. Uh, Coach Mike thought that it, it was a bobble, and uh, I told him we'll get him on the podcast tomorrow, and he said, sir, don't bother He said, he may not be living. He's a <laughs> oh, yeah. cold for like eight weeks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so I told him,
2: we're going to see him at his funeral. Yeah. What? That, that was Chuck's party yeah. words to yeah, one of right, his best right, friends right. for Sorry. 50, 60 years. See you Wednesday in the box. He's not feeling very well, but he'll
1: he'll make <laughs> sure he speaks at his funeral. For those of you who don't, don't know us, we have a hell of a good time over at the house, and uh, everything flies, man. You gotta, the thick skin to <laughs> and then, of course, we got all the uh, third and fours that San Francisco missed because of the, the blitzing the pressure. bag we talked exactly. about already then. And uh, last but not least there, we talked about Kittles on that. Um, so that's, you know, pretty much uh, uh, Mahomes lines up in the shotgun on fourth and one, and everybody's horrified. Everybody's horrified that they're not going to run the Vineland kid on fourth and one. And all of a sudden, Chad, did you not scream when Mahomes went into the shotgun? I was
0: nervous. Okay,
1: so was Mike, so were you, so was I. What the hell is he doing? And because of Andy Reid's zone read blocking, he has four options that are viable. He opted to make the right cut because they practiced it so much that when they did the replay, he knows exactly where the, the player's feet should be. And at that point, with their covering Kelsey, he knows the cut in off of Kelly's, Kelsey's tail that that'll be a wide open gap for six yards. He could have thrown to two other players. He he did the safest one. And the most productive one. But his great right.
2: option on that play was rolling right, right away, like you said. He gets near the line of scrimmage. If that guy, that's guarding Kelsey, wants to try and stop Mahomes, he just flips it right over to his head, and they get the first down there. It was a great call. Uh, offensive genius, Andy
1: Reid, and the quarterback to pull it off. Okay, and then you got the San Fran players admitting that they didn't know the rules. That just you know. So now we've through the notes on the game. I don't think we missed anything, do we? Oh. Football IQ. So much in favor. Of course, it's easy to say football IQ. Check that box, KC, because you got Mahomes. No, no, no. You got Mahomes. You got smart offensive linemen that go offside. They don't get called for holding, right? Did they have two games back to back with like one penalty, right? You, You got smart players. You got smart coaching. And you got Mahomes making all these audibles. When he sees the linebackers coming and he comes up and taps the guards, uh, tackles, he's checking off of that crap. They don't talk as much about the IQ that wins games. We, we have here today,
2: right? Now, you just reminded me. You mentioned the word linebacker. You know that Greenlaw, who's really a great linebacker. Yeah, boy, he got hurt. Fluke. The Achilles just running on the field. Why should he stick out in Philadelphia Eagles people's minds? Yeah, right. He's the one that had the skirmish with Big Dom, Big Dom. on the sideline. The Big Dom. Was ah, there.
1: that's <laughs> yeah. right. Wow. Remember, Chad? do remember. The so, Phillies are down in spring training. Uh, the uh, I got a little video here that says the bats and balls have just arrived in spring training. I don't think we need to play it for our listeners, do we, bud? We can no. <laughs> All right. So a quick update on the Sixers, uh, Coach. Well, my update's going to be on... It's basketball,
2: but how about okay. we go with uh, Hannah Hidalgo from Notre Dame at Paul the VI. She's still leading the nation in steals. She had an off day shooting yesterday, but she still had like 24, 13 for 14 from the foul line. She had like eight assists, six rebounds, <clears throat> and she's been elected freshman of that conference seven times and they also have a young lady, Kylie Watson, who's from Mainland High School. So what's the chances of South Jersey having two of the five starters at Notre Dame?
1: Yeah. Yeah, that is that is an absolutely insane. It really is. Gradually, I mean, hey, South Jersey. You got Trout from Millville. You got Pacheco from Violin. I mean, there's a, a lot of other players, too, from South Jersey, yeah. Uh, my, my rant. My, how could you, you know, I mean, you got to have just an unbelievable rave after yesterday. Um, the Super Bowl is a great event. The lead up to the Super Bowl is a great event. Yeah, it's overhyped, Taylor Swift, all that stuff. But you know what? At a certain point, you just sit back and enjoy it. So they show Taylor Swift 20 more times than they should, whatever. Uh, It's just a fantastic event. It's a great party. Uh, It's good food. It's great gathering. Granddaughter, you know, going nuts and and, and, and Olivia. Just great stuff. Uh, And it's just, uh, you know, the fire, the great game. I just love the day, man. Well, not uh, only that, know, the someday.
2: entrepreneur that you are at home, you mentioned Christmas Eve. Well, you had that combined yesterday. You had all the little kiddies, and you had the Super Bowl, and a lot of people there, and wonderful uh, food. At one point,
1: I walk in the living room, and the kids are on the floor with the toys, and the kitchen, you got everybody with a good. App- Perry hit the appetizers from a place. Do you remember what it's called? No. Oh, God, he brings the Italian meats in. Uh, with the cheese is the place that he knows out in uh, Pittman or somewhere. It's just a great deli that has all the Italian meats. So he brings in a variety of those, uh, and all you would do is eat all the meats, you know. But everything was great. I mean, everybody brought a dish, great desserts. Oh, about the we, how good was the damn? Who the hell would think we'd feature peanut butter ice cream? Peanut Trump butter, in the butter ice cream only in Cherry Hill, folks. My wife were in, her in here Saturday night. And they brought a courtesy for Valentine and they bring out this little thing. I don't know what it is. It's peanut butter ice cream, which I've never eaten in my life. It's so good. We get Jimmy in an argument with the chef to give us the last big block. They have a peanut butter ice cream, pick it up that day. And it's from Italy. It's a gelati or whatever hell it is. And everybody at the house, everybody, Yvonne served it to everybody. And everybody was like, Oh my God, where did you get this? I said, We stumbled across the Capitol Well,
2: I brought a bottle of wine, and Kristen and I finished that with no problem. Great party.
1: Uh, Great party. Great party. All right. So, listen, if you feel different,
0: Bud, rant, rave quick. I have to rave. Okay. Mahomes and, and Andy Reid have done KC. It's just unbelievable. I mean, three Super Bowls at his age, the skills that he's shown on the field, he is setting up right now to... In my opinion, end up being the greatest of all time. I'm not going to award it yet. I think he got a longevity is a factor, and if his career ended today, I wouldn't. I don't think he would be considered the greatest of all time ten years from now. But um, just absolutely, just phenomenal generational player at at worst generational player. Just something else to watch out there. The way he controls the field, the poise, everything. I mean, if you want to watch model guy, watch him. It's Just. Chad's, A world uh, class player. Real chipper mood
1: today. He won the big football thing, beat yeah. Tommy heads up. Hey. He won the uh, closest to the school prediction for another 250. He won that. And his Bitcoin just hit 50,000, bud. How
0: about that? I let the record show I got more championships than Patrick Mahomes does. Oh man! I t- <laughs> but, not as, but, but
1: not as many as Dad. <laughs> yeah. Seven. He's closing
0: in. You got as much as Brady does. Yeah. you got your seven. And I sat out a
1: year to give you guys all a chance to catch me, man. I sat Did out you sit out? Yes, I
0: did. I yeah, just couldn't remember because you came in last place this year. Yeah, I did this year. I'll be singing. I'll be at the t- so I couldn't if remember if you sat out or if it was just last this year. Yeah. Well, I, you know, I kind of, you know,
1: what do they say in golf? You just loft one up, out so the punishment is I got to wear the tiny Tim wig and sing the ukulele with, oh, the, with the tulips at a restaurant. Uh, probably we're going back to Aldo's. We cracked. I think the you better have Aldo's.
2: one extra espresso martini yeah,
0: before yeah, yeah. that performance. I got a shot of Jameson too before mine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, listeners, if you feel differently on the Shanahan decision to take the ball, whatever, just have any comment on that whole scenario. Six zero nine eight two eight. Five five six nine. Come on, I want to hear from you. I missed you over the two weeks. Got a couple comments about where are you guys? But we told everybody we're taking a week off. But uh now we're rolling into baseball season. Bawa, uh, we've contacted and he is looking forward, heard from him. He's looking forward uh to us coming down there, which travel wise unfortunately looks impossible. We're jamming here. Uh we have absolutely no openings between February, March, and April. It's unbelievable. But We will have on probably our first podcast when we come back in two weeks, Coach. You look like you got a closing comment.
2: Yeah, I just want to throw in too at the end when I mentioned Hannah Hidalgo. You got that young lady, Caitlin Clark, which we should have talked about more. Eight eight more points to break the all-time record for women scoring. And she actually could stay another year with the pandemic, but she'll be a number one or two choice. Yeah. But yesterday they got beat by Nebraska, and she had zero points the last quarter. She had 31. That? So I think that's more or less meant a little bit that she wants to break that record at home. She was away game yesterday. So yeah. check out when the Iowa girls play this week, and you'll see someone that can shoot it from the logo. Yeah, it's
1: crazy. amazing. Although she did take two three two threes to win it and, and, and missed them both. Yeah. Yeah, she had two good looks. Deep, I'm saying she had no points the last quarter, which is never. Yeah, if you watch this kid play, and we should have talked about her a long time ago, if you watch this this kid play, she'll remind you of playing the men's game with her shooting ability. You're going to think that that's there's like no difference. You don't see a lot of lot, you don't make comparisons a lot between male and female sports like that. I do in all the time because girls throwing 73 will strike out professional hitters all day long. We've seen that. But this kid, I think, in an NBA zone, could shoot the three. Let me tell you, she has Steph Curry range. Yeah, she does. Just to be able to use the word yeah. range. And speaking of Steph Curry, Saturday night they put him on TV and he goes off ballistic. The of, it's <laughs> There's no greater show in basketball, right? There is no greater show than watching Steph well, Curry.
2: He has a history of not playing real well coming into Philly, and and then the next night,
1: he has 11 threes. <laughs> and, it, and the guy goes for the steals that are guarding him. He goes for the steal, right? He misses it, and Curry takes, boom, right up. In
2: one motion, it was amazing.
1: And he says, "All oh, muscle memory. Oh, all right, bud, how do they
0: get a hold of us? All right, as always, speaking of sports, pod.com. Speaking of sports, on all the major social media platforms, you'll find us there. And if you want to text Chuck directly, as always, 609 828 Five five six nine. We will see you back in two weeks. So February 26th, the Monday. And uh get five ready time. for pitchers. Get ready for pitchers and catchers. Pitchers and
1: catchers, baby. This week, five-time champ, huh? Five time. Five-time yep. champ. We're We're pe- a lot better here. than the four-time. Richie, take us out of here, buddy. Everybody have a good week. Happy Valentine's Day, man. Get about. Just throw out. Get the girls out. <laughs>